Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the things that strikes me almost every day, when lately especially because of the time of the year that we're in when the Colorado State Legislature is very, very busy trying to figure out exactly what bills they're going to push through and what bills they might not. But all the bills are out there to start. So we he- have their ideas. And then, of course, uh, at the federal level, we just had the State of the Union speech. And what I get from all of this stuff is how much people on one side of the particular of the political aisle, at least when it comes to economic issues, how folks on one side of the political aisle want to micromanage absolutely everything, want to tell you exactly how you can or can't run your business as if they know. Many of these people have never had a productive private sector job in their lives, especially, uh, sorry if this sounds partisan, but it's just a fact. There are lots, lots, lots more Democratic politicians than Republican politicians who have never had a job in the private sector, right? Uh, if you don't count nonprofits, right? So most of them either worked for government their whole lives, worked in, not most, but many, worked for government their whole lives, worked in academia, worked for nonprofits, have never had to meet a payroll or n- never understood anything about it. And so they think they're the elite, right? They think they're the masters of the universe. They think they know how to run your business better than you do because you are a benumbed troglodyte who should just be grateful to have them as your overlords. And a perfect example of this, perfect example is a bill that's in front of the state house right now called the Fair Workweek Employment Standards Act. And the key sponsor, couple of key sponsors are two of the very, very worst people. And I don't mean as human beings. I don't mean about their moral character. I mean about their understanding of economics and the way the world works. State Representative Emily Sirota is just a complete disaster and one of the only people in the entire state legislature who is worse than Emily Sirota is State Senator Faith Winter, who using... Quoting from an article I read in another context the other day, when I describe Faith Winter as an economoron, that is not an insult as much as it is simply a description. Now, this particular bill, the Fair Workweek Employment Standards uh, Bill, is aimed at the bar and restaurant business. So joining us to talk about it, a guy who knows a little something about the bar and restaurant business, uh, he and his brothers own and operate the Sam's Number 3 Diner and Bars locations around town. Alex Armitas is the general manager of the Glendale location. It's quite a family business. And Alex, it is so good to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to do it, and I, I really appreciate the sign that comes up on your website. If you believe in anything, believe in cheeseburgers when you open the samsnumber3.com webpage. I'm, I'm down with that as a thing we can all believe in. All right, so why don't you tell us, before you get into your opinion of the bill, give us a brief thumbnail of what this would do if it passed. 
What would it require? It would. So, so what? What? What's happening is they're asking for restaurants um, to have predictability pay, retention pay, minimum weekly pay, and a rest shortfall pay. So, four different ways to make sure that staff family is compensated properly in case they don't get the predicted anticipated hours of work that we we said that they might have in other words a whole lot of office work um management now have to put out a a a schedule three weeks in advance um of anticipated work and if it's not matched or if it's off more than 15 percent the employer is liable for those funds um by nature any restaurant is a uh, business that is completely based on unpredictability, as we saw during COVID. We had no idea that COVID would shut down a, a, a staple as as um, as reliable as being open for a community center as a restaurant, for example. So um, it's just going to create a ton of office work for management staff, which then will take away from the guest side of things of making sure your restaurant's just running properly. Okay. So on the one hand, you've got the extra burden on management. And to the extent that there is a significant new burden on management, you may end up having, if this thing passes, you might end up having to hire one or two compliance people just to deal with this, which would raise your costs, which would mean either you guys make less money or you got to raise the prices of your meals because you know, you're not a charity. So it, it, we, you could end up with any of that. I, I, but I also want to spend a moment with you um, d- trying to get a handle on what this bill could mean to you, to your business, in terms of direct costs. Like, how could this directly cost you money? And how much? Well, it, it's going to create uh, decision-making that's not necessarily wise. In other words, my management staff's going to go, well, it's slow today. Um, but this person's guaranteed this many hours on their um, predictability pay schedule. So should I cut them or should I not cut them? So either you're not cutting somebody because it's slow and you're, you're incurring the cost of keeping them on the floor, or you're cutting somebody um, against what you're not supposed to do, and then you have to pay them regardless. Um, I think that it'll probably take at least another 10 to 20 hours a week for management staff to have those predictability schedules out. Um, so actual dollars, I, I would, I would, I would venture it would be at least two grand a week for a full service restaurant to just maintain um, HB 23 Well, and you're and you're talking about the the cost of compliance. What about what okay. about for a restaurant that's uh, and so uh, I, wait, let me just follow up on one thing. Are you saying that this is a common thing in the restaurant business where you got five people working that day, you thought it was going to be a, a a busy day, a freak snowstorm comes through and nobody's coming in for lunch and you might say to two of those five people, you know what, you can go, we just don't need you today. Is that common well generally generally how we how we handle it at sam's is it's an ask it's not a demand mm-hmm. it's an ask um because you understand that people made it in 
Right. Generally, I've never had a situation where if nobody goes home, nobody goes home. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But the concept that uh, I guess my my chief frustration with this bill is is a general assumption of wrongdoing or mistreatment of staff families at restaurants. Right. Well, another way for the government to tell me that I'm not fair to people. Right. Well, the boss is always unfair in the eyes of these people. The boss is always the bad guy and the lower level worker is always the is always the hero. Uh, We're talking with Alex Armitas, one of three brothers still actively running the Sam's number three diner and bar locations. Alex runs the Glendale location. I note as I'm looking at the Web page about this bill. And I'm just going to quote, minimum weekly pay in an amount that corresponds to 15% of the average weekly hours indicated on the company's anticipated work plan paid at the greater of the employee's regular rate of pay or the minimum wage, regardless of whether the employee works such hours. Now, first of all, I I think it's incredible that these pinheads in the state legislature think they understand your business well enough to write that level of micromanagement. But what would that particular provision mean for you? Uh, What it means to me, what it means to me actually is that I'm basically just, just everybody's basically salary. And I essentially have everybody on contracts at this point, because if I, if I don't meet those contracts of their predictability or their um, anticipated work plan, then I am, then the restaurant or the employer is now um, on, you know, liable for those funds that they that they messed up on the prediction of what those 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 uh, employees were supposed to work. So it just makes it makes zero sense in the sense for a a, a business that is based on unpredictability. In other words, I have no clue, Ross. I'm not an appointment based business. Mm-hmm. I'm not a dentist office that has you know, 50 slots open for the day, I fill them up, and I know exactly what's going to happen that day. I have no clue what's going to happen today. Correct? I mean, it's, yeah, how course. often do you go in a restaurant and you, it's either busy or it's not? Yeah, right? right. So, so, so what I'm being asked to do is essentially put everybody in my restaurant, everybody under our employment, on a, an, on, on a contract. Okay, so meet that contract, then I'm liable for it. Right. So if you put them on a contract, does that mean that their guaranteed hourly wage is more than their guaranteed hourly wage is right now? Does that change? And I don't even know if it's still the case in Colorado that there's a different minimum wage for restaurant workers because I know things have changed so much. So is, is there a different minimum wage for restaurant workers, for tipped workers, than for salaried workers? And if you go down this path that you're describing, would it cause your employees to switch from one to the other? Um, no, I mean there, there's two wages in the well. There's three ways to you can you can be a salary based employee, you can be a, a hourly employee, and you can be a tipped hourly employee. All mm-hmm. three of those have different minimum minimum requirements of hours as well as wages. Um, the tipped employee wage is. I believe always three dollars and two cents less than the Fed than the state minimum wage. Okay. Obviously, Denver has higher minimum wage than the the, the rest of the state. Um, so that that's how that works. Um, everybody's everybody there. There's plenty of rules, bro. Yeah, I, this is nuts. I just cannot believe well, that what, these. Go ahead. Sorry. 
I'm foaming at the mouth because no, I'm so it, pissed it, off. It, it's just it's 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 an assumption of wrongdoing. It's also uh, assuming that we have no uh, intention of vetting employees, training them, and keeping them around for a long period of time. Right. For example, I have four cooks on my line today that have been with me, two of them since 1998, and the other two since 2002. I believe that's a long time to work in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I also have a bus girl, uh, Itza. I went out and asked her, when did you start with me? She's like, in 2003. So I have pl- we have plenty of examples in our restaurant, and I'm sure this is, is very common throughout, of employers finding the wisdom in treating good people, finding good people, training them, vetting them, getting them schedules that make sense for their lives as well as yours and your business, and working alongside each other. This is a complete assumption of wrongdoing by restaurants not taking care of their staff. That is and a fantastic point. To me. Yeah, fantastic point. And I think this is part of the paranoia of the left generally. They have this weird assumption that business owners and managers routinely delight in mistreating their employees as if somehow that's a recipe for a successful, profitable business when the exact opposite is true. I want to ask you one last question because this thing really jumped out at me. And again, I'm quoting from the summary on the state legislature's webpage for this bill, HB 1118. Retention pay when an employer provides work hours to a new employee without first offering the work hours to existing employees. Now, that is really kind of um, there's so much wrong with that, including that I think it would tend to increase unemployment. So do you want to comment on that provision? It's it, it's just a, it's again an assumption of management being stupid enough to not make smart decisions. In other words, I'm not going to take care of my staff. I'm going to try to. Here's here's what always gets me. This this goes along with the concept of I can't wait to fire somebody. Let alone yeah. the fact that I just hired this person, invested anywhere from five thousand dollars to fifty thousand dollars to train them to do their job properly to set the expectations and make sure they get to that point. The concept that I would try to um, basically blow my own uh, restaurant up to just be uh, indifferent and not care about whether who I get the hours to is just asinine. Well, I have have no hope that the state House of Representatives will ever do anything sane. Hopefully the state Senate will stop this thing if it gets through the state house. But I, uh, I wish you lots of luck and we'll, we'll keep in, in touch on it. All right, Alex. I appreciate it. Ross. All right. Thanks for being here. Alex Armitas and his brothers uh, own and operate the Sam's number three locations in Glendale and in Aurora and downtown Denver, the website, Sam's N O the number three.com Sam's number three.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.